Hello and welcome back to Podcasting as Praxis. I'm David. I'm here with a, a shortened cast of Jamie. Alright. And Rob. Hello. And we're going to do some cultural committee shit. Uh, I decided I wanted to do a cultural committee and didn't offer an idea for a cultural committee. So Jamie steamed in with fuck it time loops. And here we are. Or were. Or are again. Yeah, mm-hmm. or are again indeed, yes. Jamie, what did what did you watch for this? What gave you the fucking idea for this? Um the the two most recent things I've watched were Palm Springs and mm. um Boss Level. Uh which are both um time loop stories with um with like fairly wildly different tones. Right, okay. Um Palm Springs uh, Andy Samberg is stuck in a time loop at a wedding that he, he he's only there. He's like it's it's one of those weddings where he's he's at the wedding because his girlfriend knows the people involved. Oh Jesus! And, and so he's just kind of like trapped in the in this fucking hellscape. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he he accidentally like imprisons like someone else. Um, in a time loop, like fucking yeah, in the time loop with him. And they they like sort of just fucking do you know what I mean? Learn how to cope with the uh, the unbearable fucking like agonies of life. Basically, is the uh, the long and the short of it. It's very it's very good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it uh, it has some sort of like surprisingly fucking interesting questions to ask about like the nature of things. And it doesn't waste like the first hour of the film setting up. Do you know what I mean? It just hits yeah. the fucking ground running, um, which is really the only fucking like way to handle this sort of shit. I think in this day and age, do you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, my my theory about all time travel and time loops in particular is the moment you start trying to explain how it works, it gets worse by the fucking second. I mean, yeah, probably like. Um, but yeah, like you, you don't want to spend like the first hour of the film just sort of like setting up like, oh, here's the, here's the fucking main character. Here's what they're like doing. And oh no, now they're in a time loop. Oh, let's do the whole thing again. But this time while they sort of like look at everything and go, huh? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, so we didn't get any of that, but I, I would definitely recommend that one. It's, it's, um, it's basically like what, what if, what if a millennial got like, granted immortality do you know what i mean and it's just <laughs> and he just he just pisses it up the wall fucking around basically do you know what i mean it's, it's it's quite entertaining to watch and boss level um boss level was surprisingly good uh it's by it's directed by joe carnahan who did the a-team movie among oh, other, okay. like among He's, other fucking greats that what was that great I, I barely remember that oh yeah i fucking love the a-team movie it's just you know, it's a, it's a film version of the eighteen. What the fuck do you want from it? Do you know what I mean? They fly, they fly a tank. It's great. Yeah, that's all I remember. The, all I remember is the flying tank and just finding it yeah. slightly, even for an eighteen movie, finding it slightly overboard. But that I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, I mean, the eighteen. Don't want time travel explained, but you're not willing to overlook a fucking flying tank. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, different context. <laughs> but yeah, um, he also did like Narc. And smoking aces. Oh yeah. Um. So he's he's generally like a very fucking high octane filmmaker. I think is the polite way to put it. 
you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. if you stop if you stop and think for a long time about any of his films, they they don't make like a huge amount of sense. But yeah, they're 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 when you're watching them, it's very easy to get like caught up in it. So anyway, um, boss level is uh, Frank Grillo is like a fucking just like your generic action guy, mm-hmm. and he's stuck in a time loop where like some assassins are murdering him. <laughs> Um, and every day he like wakes up and he, he gets like fucking murdered by like one or more of these assassins who were all just like, you know what I mean? Like irritatingly quirky, you know, there's like a woman, there's a woman, there's a woman with a sword and there's like a, a dwarf guy with explosives and there's two like women that chase him, like uh, two Nazi women and like, do you and know what I mean? Just apparently. Yeah, that, there's two. There's two big problems with the film. The first <laughs> is that it has it has Australia's answer to Sean Connery in it, um, <laughs> which just isn't necessary. Do no. you know what I mean? Like he's he's the villain, and it's just you could have just gotten any cunt to do that role. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm. he has one, he has one like sort of threatening monologue that he delivers to Naomi Watts. You could have just anyone could have done that. You know what I mean? Um, and then uh, the other thing is, is his henchman is Will Sasso, who's like a Canadian comedian. Right. Um, and he's like great. If anyone's ever seen that, there's a, a Sum 41 music video where at the start he plays like a music executive. The band all come into his office and he's on the phone and he's like, oh, I've got to go. I think I'm about to get mugged. And he just spends like two minutes just ripping shit out of the band and forcing them to start smoking and, <laughs> and all this sort of stuff. And it's great. Um, and so he should like, as far as I'm concerned, he should be in more stuff, but he's given about like four lines of dialogue in this film. And you could have solved both those problems by just binning Mel Gibson and making him <laughs> the villain. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but if you ignore, if you ignore like the, the sort of like, do you know what I mean? The presence of like fucking Hitler Jr. Then it's actually like quite a good film. Frank, Frank Grillo is, um, Frank Grillo is for a man who just does mountains of like uh director video horse shit he is like always <laughs> always good to watch do you know what i mean he does he deserves better quite frankly um he's just like he, he brings real sort of like charm and pathos to the the story of like fucking do you know he what does I mean? have a really like interesting face as well i find i don't know why that is but he does have one yeah but like so he's he's being killed by these assassins and he has to figure it out and it, it at its core it's a film about speed running um, I was going to say, is it, it not just Deathloop the movie, or like is is Deathloop just a video game adaptation of that? Probably. I mean, I haven't. I don't. I know nothing about Deathloop, other than it presumably involves death in a loop. Yeah, and it's assassins <laughs> as well. It sounds like that. Yeah, but it's like again, we just we start in the the time loop. Um, you know, it's like loop something i can't remember the number but it's like you know it tells you on screen it's like this number and the whole thing start like when it comes up telling you which like which number loop he's in and all this sort of stuff comes up in the style of a video game um like it's it's very sort of 8-bit font Mm. um and it's it's like yeah he basically starts the day and it's like oh he can't ever get past this certain point they always find him by this time and he can't progress and eventually figures out how to get further and then in the f- like you know spoiler alert obviously um don't listen to this if you don't want me to tell you like the end of all the stuff we're going to talk about but mm. um <laughs> should probably you know that at the beginning of this whole recording but hey <laughs> yeah they can just they can just not listen to it on the second time round <laughs> yeah so like you know uh on the the final go round he just like kills all the assassins and saves the day in like 10 minutes because he's figured out how to sequence break and it's uh it's quite good 
Do you know what I mean? It's um, it's one of the few films I've seen as well because he also he, like he finds that he he learns to reconnect with his son um, throughout the course of the the like fucking. Is that good days. though? Because like I always have this. My, my standard rule is like if there's a child involved for no good reason, then empathy it just tends to be really shit. Okay, well, I mean, it's not my fault if you want to kill children. You know what I mean? <laughs> How very Dutch of you. <laughs> um, no, I just want to take them with me in a sack to Spain. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, it's like he, he, he reconnects to his, he reconnects with his son, like through the medium of like video games. And it, it's actually, you actually see them playing a game and not like, not like a fucking made up for the cinema game. Do you know what I mean? Like an actual game that behaves like a real game and they talk about it like normal people. And it's just treated as like a thing that people do. You know what I mean? The kid doesn't then go on to use his like incredible gaming powers to fucking influence the story in any way or like <laughs> hack a mainframe. And it's not, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just a film clearly made by people who like games, which is, um, I think the first step on the long road to finally getting like good video game adaptations. Oh, I'm not holding because... my fucking breath for that. Well, the problem the problem you have with with that now is that like you've seen the way like fucking like writers in Hollywood like movies and TV always treat computers in general and video games specifically as this weird fucking thing that like no like only fucking like do you know what I mean only like the most the most weird like wizards in their towers <laughs> can like fucking unravel <laughs> and it's whenever a kid whenever someone plays a video game it's always either like fucking it's always either like Pac Man or like you know, you put you pick up your Xbox controller and that jacks you directly into the fucking Matrix. <laughs> no, it's never just somebody playing fucking Crash Bandicoot and then just moseying yeah. off. It's always yeah, it's yeah. the um, it's 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 the William Gibson. It's the William Gibson issue. I think is the best way to describe it. Like, if you have a cyberpunk story, like by William Gibson, yeah, it's about how people interact with technology. It's like, you know what I mean? That's that's what drives the story is like, here's all this like cool future, like cool question mark, futuristic technology. And here's how people react, like interact with it and like accept it as part of their lives. And that's what makes it like realistic and good. Whereas if you get like, an, like a cyberpunk story by like other people, it's just, wow, cool robot arm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, you don't, you don't learn anything or like see anything, discover anything useful about how people interact with that stuff. It's just how many people can you shoot to earn a new robot arm with a bigger gun attached to it, <laughs> you know? Um, and I think like, so once you get people, you get more people who are like, who actually use computers and don't, you yeah. know what I mean? Presumably write all their scripts on a fucking typewriter and <laughs> still think that anyone that like fucking knows how to like turn a computer on without reading a manual first is like a fucking, you know what I mean? Is a hacker who will just end all civilization on a whim or whatever. I mean, my general thesis is with it is, is every time they try to convert uh, a video game into a movie is that then because movies are much more narrative, right? They're story driven, whereas games are obviously interaction driven. The moment you turn it into a video game is the moment the story has to stand on its own two feet and video game stories with like a handful well, of depends. exceptions there's never nothing, ever fucking do. There's nothing there's nothing like but that's the thing though, I mean, like yeah, it's like yeah, video games have to be interactive, but there's nothing inherently different about the nature of a story. It's like, yeah, some games have branching narratives or whatever, but you know, you just have to pick one to settle with. 
but that's like there's nothing inherently bad about that and yeah a lot of games most games the story is total horseshit but then most fucking films are as well you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it's that's like, fair enough <laughs> i suppose it's also because um, like the stuff that's the um like the main headline stuff the games that gets translated ga- the, the games that do get translated into movies are like the big temple ones and they're all fucking shite uh, Assassin's Creed being a very good example of the breed because that's fucking terrible plot and therefore the movie was also terrible. Yeah. Or ones where there's no plot and you just do Doom. Yeah. That would be good. Maybe. A bad Carl Urban film. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Grillo is the new Carl Urban actually when I think about it. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting for his like uh, career renaissance that puts him in like a Lord of the Ring or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, maybe one day they'll do a good ad- adaptation of Deathloop then. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so like the the morals of those two films are like, you know what I mean? Um, if you had if you had immortality, you could just and the, there was no because that's the thing really. Like uh, boss level, there are implicit stakes. Do you know what I mean? Like from the moment he wakes up, like he literally is awakened by like someone screaming because an assassin is trying to kill him. That's and the so best from way the moment. Yeah, from the moment he wakes up, he's, like, deep in the fucking stakes and everything is moving forward. Whereas with Palm Springs, it's much more sort of, like, it's it's a much more real-life take on things where, like, it's just another fucking day and nothing important is happening and nothing matters and he hates being there. It's a, it's an incredibly <laughs> relatable film, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like... Uh, it, speaks, it speaks more to the fucking, like, the uh, average person's experience than a lot of a lot of other films mm. um so yeah i definitely recommend watching that the, the the whole like just start in the middle of the fucking shit going down is probably the best way to do it and like it, it's a classic way to start it is the original piece of time loop media the season five episode of star trek next generation cause and effect displays perfectly because that, that just opens up and it's like the enterprise fucking explodes and then they they roll the intro sequence and it's like hmm okay my attention has been caught, but no, that, that's 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 a really fucking simple one. It's everybody gets deja vu a lot, and then they finally figure out a way to send a message back, and then they stop the loop. Um, and also, then fucking Frasier's there at the end as well for some reason, like completely pointlessly. Hmm. He's just got a cameo as a fucking captain. You know, like, okay, yeah. yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people did, didn't they? <clears throat> oh yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure Mur- that... Murdoch from the A team turns up at one point. I think you're right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, in Voyager, there's a Saudi prince that turns up, so... Actually, I'm saying he might not have been Saudi. He, he was, uh, I'll need to look at that, but it was definitely a Middle Eastern fucking prince just got his way onto a cameo role. But yeah, uh, Star Trek's quite light in it as well. I thought there was going to be more episodes, and then I realised that more, more of them were just, like, basic time travel shit, which does not count. So yeah. there's only well, really two time loop episodes. Actually, there's three time loop episodes, right? Arguably one of them isn't. So there's cause and effect, which is the one I've just talked about. There's a Star Trek Discovery one with um, Dwight from the American Office, uh, which is actually quite good. Yeah, it's the it's the only like it's one of the few like genuinely yeah. good episodes of Discovery, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, because they managed to use it to build a load of character shit up, which is nice, which they hadn't done for like the first six episodes of the fucking thing, and they also had some fun with it as well. Ren Wilson is having a fucking party in that, as I recall. <laughs> He's fucking loving it, yeah. The other one that I'm not it, entirely the, sure... Um, it's the original series one where they land on the planet where everything repeats, isn't it? 
Oh, no, okay. I, I, I'll be no, honest, I just I've made that really up. I just it, made okay. that up because it's just like, yeah, it seemed like a safe bet. You know <laughs> I mean? No, the, the original series is all about them fighting gods. Like every every fucking five oh, episodes, you every, get something every that's fucking not. E- every fucking episode's a wizard. It's like, what if there was a wizard in space? You know what I mean? Occasionally, occasionally, it's a child wizard, and then like you know, they solve the problem by ringing its mom. It's just like fucking. Do you know what I mean? If they can't get Kirk, if they can't get Kirk to explain to the wizard like the nature of fucking like humanity or some shit, they just ring its mom. And yeah. then, like, a fucking cloud with a face on it turns up and yells at everyone <laughs> until, like, the fucking episode ends. It's great. It's just, it's, I love I love original series Star Trek, unironically. It's, it's fucking, like, insane. You know what I mean? It's basically like, what if what if Bewitched was an existent, existential horror set on another planet? <laughs> uh, well, the, the other one that I was going to say that is arguably not a time loop episode is the Voyager 2 part or Year of Hell. Right. Which is like annoyingly one of the best bits of, of Voyager because surely the best bit of Voyager was when you tried to install that fucking mod the other week and uh, <laughs> just uh, like when when the game started you were just staring at like giant bog crotch. Oh no, that, that, that was bad. No, we'll stick to this episode. No, it's it's a two parter and it's like it's exactly the, the two parter explores the exact premise that the entire series should have been. Which was we're really far away from home, and we don't have any friends here, and everything gets slowly more fucked up and miserable. <laughs> <laughs> but they were too much of a series of cowards to do shit like that, so uh, they they rolled it into this two parter where time keeps getting altered by this species that's trying to restore their empire. But for the voyagers, for whatever reason, fucking immune to this. <laughs> or... Oh. <laughs> uh, God, can you imagine if the British Empire had time travel capability? Maybe, maybe it already does. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Right, well, anyway, th- this one they, they they finally figure a way to stop themselves being affected by the the timeline getting rewritten, um, and then they get noticed because that fucks up the plans of the people that are changing time, and then they kind of hunt each other down. And at the end of it, uh, the solution to everything is for Voyager to ram itself into the time ship and reset everything. So arguably it is a loop of a kind. Wait, so and thereby yeah. committing genocide on a on another race of space aliens. They weren't like yeah. wiped out, they were just like not as big an empire. It wasn't like full on genocide. It was a timeline reset. Okay. I'll just I'm just gonna assume that that makes it okay. I haven't I'm not a Star Trek person, so Yeah, oh no, it's fine, yeah. Um uh, Captain Jimmy does war crimes every second episode anyway, so like it doesn't really <laughs> chime on that one because that one at least resets. But yeah, that, that was all I could find in Star Trek. There wasn't really anything else that was actually like a proper time loop. Yeah, I, I mean, to explain Star Trek to Rob, it's a lot like the European Union in that they like they talk it up as like, oh, it's a utopia. We're here to like spread like the noble ideals of peace throughout the galaxy. But every 20 minutes, they're just murdering a bunch of people for sport. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds... All right, I get it now. That's a fundamental concept well explained. Yeah, imagine if the border cops were like, given fuel and told to just like explode outwards it's that <laughs> frontex and little hovercraft <laughs> yeah uh so yeah that that's that was part of my watch of stuff i watched um i watched edge of tomorrow the tom cruise film see that's that's good but they absolutely fucking like just do not land the ending at all no, no, it's too good. As in, like, like everything's yeah, fine. Yeah, 
Yeah, like they're clearly gearing up for like a heroic sacrifice where he like gives his own life to end the fucking time loop, but also save humanity. And then in the, in the studio were like, what the fuck? We can't have that. Presumably, anyway. You know, someone involved was presumed because it, it definitely it definitely is aiming towards. And then he like fucking killed himself and saved the world. Yeah. And then they swerve at the last second to he killed himself and saved the world, but he like time rewound one last time. Do you know what I mean? Just so that he would like live forever, ha- happily ever after with the woman who presumably doesn't remember he exists now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, and is yes. also about half his age. Yeah, but it's the Tom Cruise film, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my favorite thing about that whole movie is that uh, apparently they shot scenes with Jeremy Piven in them and then cut them all later. So that's very good to me. That's, that's what makes it an excellent movie. What you got against Jeremy Piven, like? He's just a cunt. Has he done? Has he done some sort of sex crime? I'm unaware of, or something like that. <laughs> no, I just don't. I just dislike Jeremy Piven for for general do, reasons. I, do I need to explain who everything? Fox, who is Jeremy Piven for, for a guy who just doesn't remember the he's names the, of people? He's who the, the shouty agent from Entourage. I've never seen that. I, have you seen Have you seen Judgment Night? No. Have you seen Smoke and Aces? No. Fuck's sake! Like I'm struggling to remember anything else. He's in. He's in. Like it feels. It feels like there was a good like ten year period where Jeremy Piven was in everything. There was a period. Yeah, he was also in Rock and Roller, which does not speak well for him. Um, I mean, who fucking remembers that? Do you know what I mean? Like all Guy Ritchie films. Guy Ritchie's films are like a soup. Do you know what I mean? And that I could just look at like a piece. Like you could show me a piece of any of his films, and I'd fail to identify which it came from. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, oh yeah, that's clearly Guy Ritchie. I don't know. I was watching um, which Guy Ritchie, and I'd be like. <laughs> I was watching the first uh, um, Sherlock Holmes one that he did, which is actually quite good. It's really entertaining. Like it's got really good I energy. Like, I didn't like didn't like the first one. The second one's good though. No, the second for, one's um, fucking for, shite. It's so weird. The sec- fuck you. The second one is the second one is good, right? Why? It's and I'll really- fucking. It's good because it's got Jared Harris in it. Yeah, and it's okay. like fucking, and it's it's great. And they don't fuck the first one. The first one is irritating as fuck because that whole thing where. It's like, ah, and then, like, he fucking works out the fight in his mind palace. <laughs> and so they show you the fucking, like, fight with him narrating what he's going to do in, like, slow motion, where it's like, oh, I want to punch this guy in the face now because, like, fucking statistically being punched in the face hurts and, like, fucking so on. <laughs> and all the way through this, like, fight. And then we rewind to the start of the fight and then it happens again exactly as you just saw it. And it's like, what? Do you know what I mean? Whereas in the second one, they just they just show you flickers of what he's going to do, and then he does it all, and then from that point on, every time he plans out in his mind palace this big fucking series of events, <laughs> it goes wrong immediately, <laughs> which is way more interesting to watch than just having like Robert Downey Jr. narrate why he's going to kick this guy in the balls. Do you know what I mean? It's like okay, <laughs> no, I mean the second movie is is totally really fucking weird. Like it whiplashes all over the place. Plus the way like. Um, uh, it treats GRT communities is really fucking like eyebrow raisingly mm. off and and racist. Well, it's a guy Richie. It's a guy Richie film. It's obviously going to be racist as shit. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, can I just say I, I had to Google Jeremy Piven to see if I recognised his face. I don't, but I have found them running a podcast that's talking about Bitcoin. So ah, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> then I was even more correct. <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, uh, yeah, no, Edge of Tomorrow. Or the, the funny, there's two really funny things about Edge of Tomorrow in my mind. One of them is the way that they obviously focus group shit, and like that's probably where they get the fucking happy ending from. But at the same time, they also like it was 
Edge of Tomorrow and then the tagline was Live, Die, Repeat. But mm-hmm. that must have tested better as the title in America because that's what they called it in the US. It was either Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat or just straight up Live, Die, Repeat. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, Edge of um, Tomorrow was too complicated a fucking name or something. All I hear when I see the, that uh, that title is uh, is that dance track, like Eat, Sleep, Rave, Repeat, Eat, Sleep, Rave, Repeat. Like that's, <laughs> yes. that's all I get. It's just like Live, Die, Rave, Repeat, Live, Die, Rave, Repeat. Would have been... One, oh. I mean, that thing had about six titles, as I recall. At one point, it was All You Need Is Kill, <laughs> which I think might have been the, the manga it was based it on was, or something. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the moral, of, the moral of that is that, like, it's not worth... It's 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 not good enough to save the world. You must also get, like, a fuck... You must also, like, make make sure you're, you're looked after, which is not a fucking, <laughs> like, great moral, frankly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you could read it as that, like, heroic sacrifices are always rewarded, which is horseshit and not the point. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. The other um, really fun thing about it is, like, the way that it starts the film. So it does the it does the fun disaster film, like, here's a series of fucking cuts for the news that we've made up to, to tell yeah. you about what's going on. It's just fucking, just exposition.mp4 lodge that start the fucking film. But... <laughs> As it's getting towards the end of it, it's talking about how countries are coming together, and at one point it's got Hillary Clinton, <laughs> and this is in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> so it's heavily fucking leaning on I Hillary Clinton's the president now. It's fine. It's so good. I just really, really like that little detail. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's not a bad film. It's think one of the. One of the guys responsible for it, Christopher McQuarrie, like he's responsible for a lot of the Mission Impossible films. So obviously, there's a lot of the Tom Cruise two. work, which is, I mean, admittedly, is twice as many as anyone else. Although you're just doing two <laughs> more at the minute, so yeah. Well, that's that's what you I mean. Will, yeah, you will more. you will be responsible for fully half of the fucking films by the time they're done. Yeah. Um, Christopher McQuarrie is um, Christopher McQuarrie is like an interesting filmmaker because he wrote uh, Usual Suspects mm-hmm. and. To the best of our knowledge, so at time of recording, is one of the few people involved in that film not outed as a nonce. Um, <laughs> but then he did like uh, Way of the Gun, which is pretty good. Um, it's incredibly cynical, but it is it is like uh, it is very entertaining in that sort of like late nineties, early two thousand. I think it's early two thousands, but it's that sort of like era of like miserable crime that sort of because you like post pulp fiction and reservoir dogs we had like the sort of like zany crime era of mm. filmmaking and then that gave way to the like everyone's a miserable bastard and they all hate people like <laughs> wave of crime for cinema and it, it's um it's definitely very good and worth a watch um and it has some like incredibly inventive uh like action scenes that are handled like fairly differently yeah. And then, he's um, also responsible he, for the mummy, though. Oh, I did not know he was responsible for that. Yeah, yeah, he, the he 2017 kind of, mummy. He, yeah, from, from the did, Universal um, Spooky Vales or whatever the fuck it was supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, he did. He did Jack Reacher. He did the first Jack Reacher film. Yeah. with Tom Cruise. And then since then, he's been like Tom Cruise's fucking hype man, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm like maybe, maybe like he's maybe like joined the church or some shit but like yeah he just does only exclusively works with like fucking tom cruise from that point on i think um i don't know was was, he was, no, he was who with did, tom cruise before he did the uh, valkyrie, valkyrie in 2008 yeah i was just gonna say who did who did valkyrie yeah so it was then presumably went but yeah they did jack reacher which is sort of all right um 
but like J- Jack Reacher has a scene where Tom Cruise is like just like wildly misogynistic towards like a young oh like, the scene in the bar young, where he's like you're clearly a prostitute and out to get me or something where, where the the lass is the lass is trying to come on to him so that her brothers or, or or someone can like take offense and like beat him up and he just he just his response is to be like insanely misogynistic about the one about the yes, lass yeah 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 yeah, um, and the, there's a scene at the start of Way of the Gun where they establish beyond all doubt that the two main characters are dickheads um, by having them be, like, wildly fucking, like, misogynistic. Uh, and it, it, like... But luckily, that seems not to have, like, uh, crystallized as a trend in Macquarie films. Uh, <laughs> and he did, like... He did the fucking... He did Mission Impossible 5, which is shit. Um just fucking it's just a series of things that happen and none Which of them have any five again five's the one where fucking hell no you see this it's, it's completely forgettable it, this is so forgettable i watched six and six was a like six was like the best action film i'd seen for about 10 years and i was just like what the, i'm sorry what the fuck happened there oh, this is it's the a people that made five. yes yes yeah yeah he was involved the in where he swims. He swims into the fucking underwater tank to replace the hard drive that they keep on the water for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like it's me. just, it's just like oh, what? Sorry, what? Do you know what I mean? This is a problem that you apparently have to solve. You have to go underwater to replace a hard drive. It's just, <laughs> just fucking. It's it's ludicrous. It's like I just I you know what I mean? Like the thing in the first Mission Impossible where he has to like dangle from the fucking wire while being very quiet. Yeah. Yeah, which like is actually shagged, really like tense. He's shagging, and, yeah. Like he's shagging someone at his mom's house or something like that, you know what I mean? He's just got to like, keep it absolutely fucking silent um, and not touch the floor. Like, that is, that is like, ridiculous, but I feel that's kind of at the limit of how, like, ludicrous a security system is allowed to be before it becomes, like, impractical and no one would use it. Um, you know what I mean? Because at least, like, they turn the stuff off when the gadgie's got a cut. Like, the gadgie doesn't have to, like, fucking levitate into the <laughs> yeah, room yeah. with these mind powers <laughs> and total silence or anything and not sweat or whatever the fuck they're trying to do. But, like, um, if, like, oh, your hard drive's fucked, you need to go in, you need to get your diving gear on, and, like, oh, but you can't take a fuck, you need, to, like, a free diver because if you, a tank, won't, like, an oxygen tank won't fit through the valve or whatever, it's like, what? How the fuck, like, how's the IT guy supposed to be doing this? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, it's just, it's insane. And there's just a bunch of stuff like that. And I, I, it, it was very hard to care about any of it. And I actually went back and watched five again after six, because I thought, I'm surely I must have misjudged that. And I watched it and I went like, oh no, okay. Yeah, it was just bad. <laughs> um, so seven and eight, they're making seven and eight at the moment and could go either way, really. Yeah, you know what I mean? he was it's involved 50- in the fourth one as well. Was he? Mm. What, producer or something? Um, I'm not sure. Probably, I would assume so. Yeah, four was baffling because they've got that. The, the villain is the guy from the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh yeah, like the Swedish, the, version, Swedish, the good one. Who was, yeah, the good one. Yeah. and he was. It was clearly just like, oh, that guy. He's like everyone loved that film. We'd better put him in some stuff, and so he's in it for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have some good set pieces, like them sneaking into the Kremlin with the big projector that like tracks the fucking guards' eyes and. Makes it look oh, like the that corridors was the dumbest shit. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I like that. It's great. Like that is that is amazing. And then there's like him running around the outside of the fucking Burj Khalifa or whatever. Mm. Um, but then there's just stuff where it's like oh, after immediately after the Burj Khalifa scene, he chases the big like henchman dude into a sandstorm, and at one point pulls part of his face off, and it's revealed that it's actually the middle-aged Swedish guy that's been like, and it's like, I'm sorry, why? And also how? 
You know what I mean? Like his henchman's about a foot taller than him and built like a brick shit house. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, and it's like, oh yeah, but this this that this guy that like looks like you know what I mean looks like he's about to f- he looks like me basically he's got my physique and he's like he's apparently like ch- being chased by Tom Cruise into a sandstorm has he I don't I don't believe it for a second do you know what I mean <laughs> but it was it was just bizarre um but yeah I mean it was better than five mm, and fair enough so but six six was amazing but I think the only reason six was so amazing was because they were allowed like they, it was everyone assumed it was going to be the final one you know you, you finish at six you've done two trilogies Mm. And you just go, right, that's it, bin it off. So they were allowed to just do whatever the fuck they wanted. So whether or not that, like, creative freedom extends to seven and eight, um, or whether they're just going to, it's going to be like an exercise in them futilely trying to bottle lightning, we'll, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but not a time loop anyway, so let's, like, dredge ourselves back yeah, on Yeah, very top much not a time loop, yeah. Um, but the, <laughs> the whole point of a time loop is that you're supposed to diverge away from the thing that you're supposed to be focusing on for a while, and then you come back yeah. on the loop. So yeah, true. Good, a good midpoint for the episodes. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other thing that I watched was the Netflix series Russian Doll. Yes, that might be, might genuinely be, the the best TV show I've ever watched. That's it's fucking good. Loved, high praise. That I loved everything about that. It was fucking incredible. Would you agree? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. Uh, very fucking not all over the place, but very uh, varied in its tone. Yeah, but in a, in oh, a way yeah, that works, absolutely. like not in any sort of distracting yeah. kind of way. It really kind of funnels you in a certain direction and will it purposely turn away from it and like to to do yeah, things to you like it's good. It's it's very funny, but then like it will just at the drop of a hat suddenly become incredibly dark. Yeah. Um, and it's just, and it's, it's just so good. I mean, it's like, fair to say it's a show about trauma, I think. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 And it's just, it's, it's so fucking good. Um, but again, like, you know, like variations on the time, the time loop thing. Um, cause it's like, you know, ostensibly a comedy about a woman stuck in a time loop, but then like, you know, there's someone else in the time loop with her and they're linked somehow and they've got to try and like figure out like like what's what's going on and excuse me how how to save each other and it's uh it's good so mm. yeah I, I don't even really want to talk about it too heavily in case people haven't seen it because they should just go yeah. watch and enjoy that yeah absolutely um yeah it's not like it's not like that fucking shit with mel gibson in where i don't mind spoiling the end and like you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. this you should definitely no, i haven't seen this and i will actually want to watch this so yeah you should definitely go and watch this All if right. you haven't seen it like because on your recommendation i also i watched uh, a little while ago but i watched uh, daybreak with tay diggs which is fucking yeah. incredible as well that's a really really proper like i mean it's a time loop as well he breaks up every day same day um and so he, he's been made out to have killed somebody else. He's been framed in a murder plot. And every day that repeats, he discovers like more clues, but he keeps his memory of the previous uh, loop. So it's incredibly, it's it's really good. I, I forget yeah. like how good that movie is, that that series is. The Yeah. I always forget how good Tay Diggs can be as well, if he puts his mind to it. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's very underutilized as an actor, I think. But yeah, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. It is like 
like you say, just he pieces together the mystery more and more each day. Um, and for once, and it's like, like a well done mystery as well. It's not like one of those ones where it's like there's a you know there is a villain behind the curtain, but it's not so improbable at the end of the day that you just think, what the fuck are you on about? This is this is garbage. This is no, it's a good movie uh, series. I don't know. I keep calling it a movie. The only thing that I very much dislike about it is that right at the end of the last episode, they do sort of set it up as like a hook for another season. You just think, fuck me, how many like time wormholes yeah. can he ever, can one man fall in? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good. I liked it. Um, I especially liked, I think, the second episode where he just decides like, fuck it, what if we just like got in the car and drove away? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then like there's people chasing them and he just like goes around a corner on this road and then gets out of the car and as the, the like villains pursuing him come around the corner he just unloads his gun into the car yeah like do you know what i mean just like no fucking like yeah fuck this just empties yeah. the entire fucking gun and it's it's not like you know what i mean it's not often you see that like approach to marksmanship in a, in like a fucking movie <laughs> or, or tv um I, it was it was a thing i liked about uh fuck what was it wind river i think can't remember. You've made that up. No, no I think it is a, a movie. It's it's a like a fucking crime thing with Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it. I think it's called Wind River. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it is. It's one of the last uh, yeah. Weinstein movies. Oh. oh well. It also. But yeah. Um. It like that that where like she's an FBI like like a fairly junior FBI agent sent to a uh like a reservation to investigate a murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he's like a local hunter or tracker or something. Like um he knows the terrain basically, so he helps her. And like he where he's like a fucking like master sniper and fucking hunter and everything and knows loads about guns. Her approach to like gunfights is to just fucking point the gun in someone's vague direction and like pull the trigger until it's empty. <laughs> and it's like, do you know what I mean? I I appreciate like it's it's how imagine how I imagine it's how I would handle a, a, like a gun in a you know what I mean? It's like well, I've never learned to shoot, but like generally I find if you just wave it that way while like like pulling the trigger repeatedly, <laughs> you're bound to hit something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good movie though. That's very bleak and depressing, but it's very good. Yeah, it is like. It is. Yeah, it's very good. Um, it's got it, it's 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 one of the uh, it's one of the fucking Punisher cameo extended universe films. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. Yeah, because there's a, there's a fucking shitload of films where they get that lad from the Punisher in for like two minutes. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Oh, he plays he all the baddies. Be... He gets blown away. I think in the end. Uh, no, he's not a baddie. He's like fucking. Oh, I have. He's to... the. Uh, he's one of the victims in that. I have. I have a different dude in mind then. All right, well, you know the dude that was the Punisher on Netflix? Uh, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, it's him. He's, he's, one of the, he's one of the dead bodies they find in that. But you see him, like, for two minutes in the middle where they have the flashback that explains what happened. Oh, and yeah, then he's so like, it's he's not in- just a full-on I was on the bill type thing. <laughs> and then, like, uh, he's, in, he's in Baby Driver at the start. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he, he leaves and he says, like, if you don't see me again, I'm dead. And then never comes back. Do you know what I mean? And it's like... He was in. He was in Widows for like the opening five minutes as well. Just the guy's just like clearly raking it in because people just go, "What if we got this guy for five minutes?" You know what I mean? <laughs> if, he's, if he's on it's full great. wages and just like has to rock up for one scene to get his head blown off, that's a good deal. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's his time loop. You know what I mean? He just keeps doing like five minutes in the, <laughs> five minutes in these fucking films where 
you, you think like, oh, well, you know, that was, that was him. Definitely. Him and like, Frank Grillo do have like weirdly similar heads. Yeah. Very, oh, yeah, absolutely. Very like. long rectangular heads. So this is turning into a fucking calipers episode. Yeah, get your, you know what I mean? Get your phrenology <laughs> kit out and let's fucking, let's get to the bottom of this, like. <laughs> I also watched, but you, you were disputing before we started whether or not it's a time loop movie. And I would pose that it is a time loop movie. I watched About Time, the Richard Curtis thing. I haven't seen oh, this, so I've right. only just explained. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that one might be. I haven't. That might be a time loop film. I, I was arguing with you about this because I thought you meant in time. With no, the, no, 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 no. That that I haven't seen with yet. The fucking, but... With the the like tattoo that tells you when you're gonna die. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's... Oh no. Right. Yeah. The, the Richard Curtis ball. thing. <laughs> For <Fuck laughs> sake, no. If you think yeah, about I... it, us talking about in time is a time loop. Yeah. Oh yeah, I fully thought Rob was trying to bring sexy back. You know what I mean? Um, you can't do that again. I'm sorry, but no, I don't have the fucking mental fortitude or capacity to deal with that fucking film yeah, again. Yeah, no. So yeah, I mean, if you watch you watch the Richard Curtis thing, I mean, it's probably shit. But Philly Booth's man. But yeah, no, it's it's essentially is what happens if upper middle class twats could go into a cupboard, cleanse their hands, and then go back to the past. So they could seduce the same girl over and over and over again until it works. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this now. It's got um, it's got Bill Nye, which is good because he's always ace. He's just fucking class in everything he's in. Yeah, but the main guy is fucking is uh, like uh, uh, the lesser Gleason. Yes, <laughs> Gleason the lesser. Uh, Domno, Domno, I think. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, and this is the mistake that I referenced earlier, is they explain how tra- time travel works in that universe, and then, of course, it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Uh, because, like, the moment they start traveling in time, it never anything does does it work out. Because the first thing he says, well, can I go back, travel in time, and, like, pick the right lottery number to have a lot of money? And then Bill Nye answers and says, have you ever met a happy lottery winner? And then the main character goes, no. And then Dad says, and that's right, and therefore you shouldn't get a lottery ticket. It's just like that. Uh-huh. That seems a little bit fucking thin on the ground. I mean, have you ever met a lottery winner? No, this is also you know I have I have not. I mean, that's I'm sure there's plenty. There's plenty of people who like win the lottery and like you never hear about them. I mean, they just win the lottery and they're happy. I, I, I've won a tenner. I don't know if that does that count. No, I don't know. Are you happy? <laughs> Uh, no. Yeah. Presumably, you were happy when you won the tenner. Yeah, but, I was going to say that. I felt a fucking podcasting. You are not happy. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever met a happy lottery winner? Is such a fucking middle class question. Well, you know I mean, it's, I mean? it's, it's like, the most middle movies. It's Richard Curtis. The of only the only correct way to become a millionaire is to write four weddings and a funeral. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you win the lottery, you're fucking cheating. And I can only assume that everyone ends up like one of those like fucking like weird yobbo families you hear about in all you know. Occasionally they go, oh, this yob won the lottery. Look at him in his string vest with like six pack of lager, and a fucking and a headband on, just like cavorting down the street with like. Now he won the lottery. He's got a sixty pack of lager. You know what I mean? It's like in string shoes to match yeah, his vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The extravagance. This is like where they can go after people who's like, oh, look at this chav lottery winner who bought a big house yeah. and a big car. It's like you fuck you. It's like you all live in big houses with big cars, and you're telling the whole world that's the lifestyle they should should have. And then when the moment they win it. Then it's wrong for some reason because it's yeah, a but because do you know what I mean? Because like, how did how did like look at this big house and this big car that Richard Curtis has, right? And how do you think you achieve these things through Blairism? <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, so it's actually it's a very weird movie because it's only like only men are allowed to time travel. But then at some point he holds his sister's hands and then his sister can travel with him through time in the cupboard. Because like you... They, what the fuck like? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? How does how does he set that one up? Like, like yeah, grabs your sister by the... Come, come and hold me hands in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He just says okay. like... You, you know, <laughs> so that's how it is in their family. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it is presumably that kind of family because it's 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 a Richard Curtis production. But I mean, the the weirdest thing, one of the most annoying things about it is, and this is one of my personal pet peeves, is they um, one of the the, the scenes uh, where he meets the love of his life that he has to seduce over and over and over again until he gets it right. Um, is they go to a Don Le Noir restaurant. Do you guys know what that is? Do, do you think <laughs> I know what that is? It's essentially a restaurant where they've turned off all the lights. Because if you can't see the food, it heightens your other... Oh, uh, fuck off, Heston. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. And it has, it has like, one of my... my it, that's just one of my least favourite restaurant concepts of all time. It's because you can't see the plates, isn't it? It's, well, yeah. it's essentially one because it just encourages <laughs> lazy plating, for sure, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> for two, it just encourages people to tip shit in their lap, which is also just a thing that happens. Um, and for three, it's like they're supposed to have this lovely meeting because it's in the dark and they can't see each other. Um, and then, you know, it, instead of going back to to the restaurant to pick up uh, his girlfriend, he helps his uncle or something and then forgets to go back in time. And then he can't do it again for reasons that are beyond stupid and, and, and can't be really well explained. It's just it's it's baffling. The most baffling. What, and then what, and then the girlfriend's trapped forever in the dark restaurant. Like it's a fucking, <laughs> like it's the fucking forbidden zone or some shit, is it? <laughs> Just hurtling for, through space forever in a in a darkened fucking <laughs> restaurant, like the villains from Superman Two. <laughs> no, she essentially leads like what is basically a normal linear life. It's just him who can literally go into a closet and squeeze his hands together. Uh, to travel back in time. Apart from you can't go back further in time than like certain important life events. So like he, what? yeah, yeah, like he. Um, oh, this is this is fucking like his dad dies, right? Yeah. Well, this is the whole thing. Like his. Yeah, yeah. This is fucking. This is nailed on. As soon as you said that, it's like, all oh, right, yeah. And his dad dies in the film, and then he can't go back and see his dad anymore. Oh, no, 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 because it's like a. You know what I mean? Exactly, because it's like a question thing. Because it, his dad dies after his daughter is born, and um, when he goes back to like save his dad or like give his dad a hug, um, before the, he goes back to before his daughter is born, and then when he goes forward, um, he has a son and not a daughter because like the very small alteration, like a butterfly effect thing, means that, like, a different sperm hit the jackpot and therefore he has a son and not a daughter. Right. How is this Richard about Curtis is a, Rich, Yeah, Richard Curtis is a fucking hack, and this isn't about time loops. This is yeah, about, like, time yeah, travel. Yeah, this is, this is very actively time travel and not loops. Well, I mean, it, it, is, it is essentially a series of shorter loops. No, no that's, that's just that's just time travel. That, that's just no, straight this is, time um, travel. No, this yeah, is yeah. This is this is this is this is a completely different thing. This is the fuck around and hope not to find out version of time travel. It's yeah, not loops. <laughs> a loop has to has to restart at the same point over and over. What you're what you're describing is like um, the butterfly effect with that fucking that, um, that lad that, with Ashton Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, I was gonna say that lad that fights human traffickers. <laughs> <laughs> I th- he's a Bitcoin and investor like, you know, as well. And, 
and fair play to him, like, but <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's that where he keeps like going back in time and having nosebleeds on different objects to see if it'll like fix the future, and it never does. <laughs> or um, or that fucking that Simpsons that Simpsons Halloween episode yeah. where Homer like keeps fucking up like yeah, what, yeah. what the future is by going back and stepping on dinosaurs and shit. <laughs> That's what you're describing here. It's not time loops. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's definitely not a loop. But while we're on the subject, Richard Curtis fucking sucks. I, the weird thing I, is, I, I need, this is fucking doing me. In. I need to find out who the fuck Domino Gleason is because that name's ringing a bell and I can't put a face to him. Uh, General Hooks. Yeah. Oh right, okay. He's not terrible. He was probably he was probably in Harry Potter as well. I feel comfortable yeah, saying. I think he was. He was in. Um, he's just got that. He's just got that sort of yeah, look. He about was. Him. He was what's, in Harry Potter. What's the movies? robot film called? To the the, the, the robot. Oh, uh, uh, they, they make the robot and then they fuck it. Ex Machina, yeah, that's yeah, a that's very good movie. Seen, I haven't seen that. Oh, you should. That's very oh, good. That, that is that is a very good film. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I did put it on my Netflix watch list about six years ago. So you know, <laughs> good, thing, good things will point. come to those who wait. <laughs> did you know, by the way, that General Hux's first name was Armitage, which is amazing. Fuck. Well, I do now. <laughs> that sound that genuinely sounds like a toilet. On on the other hand, like oh, he's yeah. also oh. in the um, uh, what's his face, the Lesser Gleason. <laughs> Uh, is also in. The, do you know? Do you know my favorite? My favorite thing about him in the fucking Star Wars films was those like that. That screenshot from the badly translated like uh, ch- pirated Chinese version, where I don't even know what the fuck his line is in the English version, but in the in the like translation, like the the twice translated pirate copy, <laughs> he's saying, "Finally, this is our chance to eliminate sex." <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely looks. Perfectly, the guy for that yeah. line as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> fucking amazing. Oh, <laughs> he was in. I'll tell you a good film he was in. Um, and I can't remember the name of it, so I'll not tell you the, the name of the good film. You'll have to figure that out for yourselves. Like the fucking Riddler. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Interactive <laughs> storytelling here, folks. He was, he was in a film with Michael Fassbender. Where uh-huh. Michael Fassbender had a big paper mache head. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Assassin's Creed. That was the one. No, it's like Mike, Michael Fassbender's like you know that fucking guy with the big like paper mache head from the nineties or whatever. Yeah, I know, I know the name of the movie you're talking about. Yeah, you, but I'm gonna you know, let, you know, leave you know, it to yeah, us. You know who I mean, right? Well, he's like that guy basically, essentially, and he's in a band. And they're playing a gig in like the town where like fucking the lad lives, and they they need a replacement keyboardist or something because there's like uh, I don't know. Fucking is, this a, is, that? Who, is this a Donnie Darko sequel? Probably. It's yeah. similar to so that. It has that for sort of vibe. Oh, so they get I hate that. They film. get the lad. They get the lad in to join the band, and then he goes on tour with them, and like they can't get like Michael Fassbender to take off the big paper mache head because he like freaks out. He needs it as like a, to protect him from the world. And it's just, it's just like, you know what I mean? It's just a film about a bunch of weird shit that happens. Also, it's it's incredible for me that they cast Michael Fassbender and you don't see his face the whole film. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just, it's a, just such a fuck you to the concept of like hiring a star. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Like, um, maybe called. Does that ring a bell? Damn, you were, oh, gonna, we, we were not going to do this. We were going to leave it to the listener to find that out. Well, you can fuck cut that if you want. Like, just beep that bit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> the listener, fuck you. Uh, 
have we got any other time loop things that we've watched on you know in mind then because I've basically exhausted it I, I can't think of anything else with a time loop in it um I did think of something while we were in the middle of like talking about something else there but it escaped that uh Oh, fuck me, Rachel McAdams was in more time travel movies. She was in uh, uh, The Time Traveller's Wife, of course. You know, also expressly, not a loop film. <laughs> well, it's a says Time Traveller. I suppose that does give the game away a little bit. I suppose you could argue in a way that Arrival's a time loop film. But, like... Oh, Arrival is so good. Isn't it? Like, Yeah. It's only, it's only a time loop in the way that, you know, if you assume that free will doesn't exist, then it's loops. Well, it doesn't. Um, it's all predestination. I mean, well, maybe, if that's the case. I mean, the, the film heavily fucking hints that it is. So, but yeah, no, Arrival's such a fucking good film. I love that film. Yeah, Arrival, Arrival is so fucking good. And it has Hawkeye in it again. It does, yeah, yeah. Every time I see... He gets, it, he gets everywhere, him, like... Every time I, I mean? see... He's, he's, he's like sand. Because I, <laughs> I want to dislike him more than... I want to dislike Hawkeye more than I do, and that's really annoying. No, he just he just turns up and is the everyman and everything, and you know what I mean. Yeah, he's like just fuck it. It's like oh, here's here's Hawkeye again, just being himself. We just hired him because we knew what we'd get. Just yeah. fucking there he is, good old dependable fucking Renner with his like social media app, the Matt Hancock of Hollywood. <laughs> I get told to watch that Happy Death Day, but I never got oh, into it. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Um, very annoyed that it wasn't called Groundhog Die. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that that looked interesting, but you know what I mean? It's like, would it be good? Because horror films are just so fucking, like, so all over the place. Yeah. It seemed like it, seemed like it, could, it could be great, but whether it is or not. I think it's played more as a comedy, which, like, obviously a time loop does kind of lend itself fairly well to. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that looked that looked quite interesting. And they made a sequel, apparently. They did, yeah, yeah. Speaking of sequels, um, there's, there's going to be a season two of Russian Dolls, so I don't know how the fuck they're going yes, to do that. Yes, I don't know how the fuck they're going to do that, but I am very hyped for it, like. Yes. Because um, that first season was just so fucking good. Mm. Just so insanely fucking like good really you know what I mean it was just there's not enough there's not enough truly fucking like incredible television really no like for all we're living in the golden age of TV a lot of it a is a lot of pissed. it's pretty fucking mediocre yeah like it's just um, yeah uh, we, re- we renewed Netflix a little while ago and like you're just sort of leafing through you're just thinking it's, it's still pretty shit actually like this fucking this is yeah Netflix Netflix, I, I don't, I barely ever fucking watch anything on Netflix now unless I've like decided, oh, I really want to watch this, and I look it up and find out it's on Netflix. Yeah, the missus watches a lot of stuff on Netflix, and it is almost all complete shite. Um, as far as I can gather, yes, you know what I mean. But Netflix for me, if I sit down and I go, oh, we'll watch something. What do we want to watch? We don't know. Let's no. browse Netflix. That's just that's it. That's me for two it's hours. Like, do you know what I mean? It's a quality way to kill about a theme and achieve nothing at all. Yeah. They've got a thing, they've got a new feature on there where you just have it pick something for you. Um, and I'm not I guarantee you, to click that. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna argue with whatever it picks. Like, um, mm. I am especially because doesn't like, sound like you like, at all. Well, I mean, because the like the wife like fucking uses uh, like the same Netflix account as me, so 
yeah, the recommendations I mean, are Netflix fucked. is yeah, Netflix is just for watching Star Trek or The Office when I'm bold, like I need something on in the background. That's pretty much all it's there for for me. Yeah, and also like fucking, do you know what I mean? The the thing with Netflix is it's like when they do make a good show, they just fucking like they, they just, just kill it. it. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, me. that's 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 a time loop actually. Is Netflix's treatment of good shows because <laughs> that always like just you know what I mean? They go, oh, he's a really good really good show. Everyone's like, oh. You've, if you watch this, you should really watch this. It's really good. And you go, is it on Netflix? And they go, yeah. Go, well, I know how that ends. <laughs> <laughs> but, you yeah. know, like, obviously they can't afford to, like, pay fucking, like, people, you know, like, pay people actually at the going rate to film, like, a, a third or a fourth season of something really, really good when they could be spunking, like, $11 million up the wall on Ricky Gervais or some shit, you know what I mean? Or David fucking Chappelle. Yeah, that's it. He's an aging comedian with opinions. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that fucking clown today, like, in a f- filled-out stadium on his fucking Netflix special going, oh, I'm being cancelled. Like, fuck you. Fuck you, you over... Plus, he looked drunk to shit. Like, just... Ah. Uh. I just wanted to say, fuck you, Dave Chappelle. That's essentially what I wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's Phil. Um, not undeserved in the slightest. I'm I'm scrolling through Google just now, looking to see if there's any other time loop films that I've seen and forgot about. Well, you would. Do- Do- Doctor Strange counts. Does it? Oh yeah. Well, it has a time loop in it. Yeah, yeah there's a time loop in it. Yeah, yeah. Don't really have anything to say about that though. <laughs> Is that yeah, that's the Marvel one, right? With uh, Benedict. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's quite yeah, good. Yeah, I, yeah. I enjoyed that one. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. The the, the best part about it is the fucking like really really concerted effort of him to keep up whatever fucking accent it is that he's yeah I'm quite sure what he's going I mean, for with it but like he managed to keep it up so fair play yeah I mean I fucking I just I just dislike people doing accents in films do you know what I mean because it's like like, I mean, I watched Doctor Strange and I just put, like, honestly, like, if no one else had ever ever brought it up, I wouldn't have ever fucking, like, thought about the accent he was doing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know enough about the continental United States to say with any kind of authority whether there is or isn't a fucking place that sound where people sound like that. <laughs> you know? It's a big place, so maybe. As far but as I'm like, concerned with accents, all I care about is that nobody sounds like they're using an accent like mine. I just don't want to hear my fucking accent in this. Film yeah, because obviously, it just takes me obviously, obviously, it's very distracting if someone's like fucking half-assed in a Geordie accent. That fucking, do you know what I mean? That's just incredibly <laughs> distracting. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but there's like a fucking there's an episode of the Blacklist where the villain had a fucking Geordie henchman, <laughs> and like it was fine. The guy sound the guy sounded like perfectly normal, and I was like, okay, yeah, cool, that's all right. But then there was a bit. Where they had him call the fucking, like, the main woman, Love. And I, that was just, like, fucking, like, someone had just, like, fucking, do you know what I mean? Like, dropped a glass. I was like, ooh, that does not sound right at all. Do you know what I mean? But but presumably, it would just be weird. Like, if you weren't familiar with the accent, it would just be weird for him to call a pet. You know what I mean? Aye. So instead, he was just like, oh, like, there you are, Love. And I was just like, oh, that sounds, that sounds so weird. That sounds I've still wrong. not recovered from The Force Awakens. Oh, <laughs> with fucking, with like fucking like uh, jam jar club or whatever the fuck they were called. 
Aye, that's that that fucking took me right out of that film. I was fucking raging. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, fuck, what, what the fuck was that? I mean, what the fuck is like Jabrams, Jabrams, Abrams doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just a purveyor just of like, bad vibes. Yeah, but it was just so weird. It was like, oh, what if we, like, right, so they're on this big freighter. It's like, okay, why are they on this big freighter? Oh, they've got these, like, angry meatballs. What if the angry meatballs got out and chased everyone? It's like, what? It was basically like, um, I think you watched, I think you watched, like, uh, like fucking fairly niche Stephen King adaptation The Langoliers and thought <laughs> oh, no no cunt will remember that we'll just steal their monsters <laughs> I don't know if anyone I don't know if anyone else remembers The Langoliers Vaguely, yeah 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 that, uh, I, I yeah, can't remember like, what there's it some is people, there's some people on a plane and they're all like the, the, the plane's like flying across America and then like all the everyone who's not asleep like vanishes and so, like, the people who are asleep don't get, like, picked up by the fucking, like, you know what I mean? The the magic that's, like, doing whatever. And they wake up and they're in, like, like the like time has moved on without them and they're trapped in, like, the fucking, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's, like, it's so weird. It's like the new day started and it, like, left them behind. Yeah, I mean, the most I remember about it was that it's essentially, like, sort of, uh, um just mouths with teeth in space or yeah, outside yeah. the plane yeah and the, like the, you know they land and they have to figure out how to get back into the air and catch up with the, the like with like real time before the fucking like angry meatballs from the force awakens <laughs> eat them all <laughs> it's from it's from that like fucking that golden age where like every fucking 20 minutes someone made a Stephen King adaptation and 99.9% yeah. of them were shite <laughs> Um, and like, do you know what I mean? When Stephen King was still like fucking like angry enough to like care and sue people to get his name taken, that was like literally all he did for like twenty <laughs> years was just sue filmmakers. <laughs> like fucking, well, why, why you would ever get his name taken off um, the Running Man is a mystery to me because that like stands as one of the greatest American satires, as far as I'm concerned. Like, it's nothing like the book, right? I'll grant you that. It's absolutely fuck all like the book. The book is fairly serious and also predicts 9-11. Um, <laughs> and also does 9-11. Yeah, the guy like flies the guy flies a fucking hijacks a plane and flies it into the fucking TV stations like skyscraper at the end. <laughs> um whereas the film is just like it's an absolute fever dream, but it's fucking great. You know what I mean? I fucking I love the running man. And people go, Oh, it's like it's too ridiculous. It's like, no, it isn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's 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 being like the best part is like they have the like the running man. Everyone goes like, "Oh, look at the fucking bit where they like fake his death by like just getting someone else to to act it out, and then like superimposing it. just deep fakes." They predicted deep fakes like thirty years like ahead of time. Do you know what I mean? And it seemed like this insane like far fetched thing, and yet like here we are. <laughs> um, it's just fucking, but it's 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 so so ridiculous. It just it seems at first it seems so like childish and over the top that you think well. This is this is insane. You would never like be able to sustain a society where like it was this like you know what I mean the level of like fat like the level of lie being told was this ridiculous. And it's like yeah, well you know what I mean. <laughs> Here we are. Look, look at us now. Yeah. I guess I guess we all owe Starsky from Starsky and Hutch an apology. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me! That also had a uh, Running Man. Also had uh, Jesse Ventura in it. Speaking of of things to come. 
Because yeah, what a great man. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking it, it's just such a good film. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's it's not that's that's the weird thing. It's like it's almost it's always weird to me like to remember that that's directed by Starsky from Starsky and Hutch because it feels <laughs> it feels very much of a piece. Like it could, it could, you could, you could tell someone it was uh, one of Arnie's Paul Verhoeven. It was one of Paul Verhoeven's films. Do you know what I mean? You could, mm. you could tell someone that, and they would believe you, because <laughs> it does, it does have that same sort of like ridiculous, like America is a fucking circus vibe. You know what I mean? That like RoboCop and Total Recall and uh, Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers. Yeah, yeah, that oh, they all classic. have. Um, that's it definitely such a great movie. I watched piece. that again the other day. That's so fucking good. The, ah well, you think it's good now? Wait till the remake. Oh, that they, oh, that they no. can't they can't get off the ground oh, because God. they want to re- they want to do a remake, but they want to they want to do a remake that treats the material straight. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, like. <laughs> but you know, they managed they managed to absolutely fucking destroy RoboCop and Total Recall by remaking them. So you know, maybe maybe they'll get the maybe, maybe they'll get yeah, there. Maybe in they'll the get end. the band back together and bring Colin Farrell back from the dead or something to to do another acting performance. Oh hey, like I like Colin Farrell. Leave him alone. You know what I mean? He's just—he just want—he's just out here doing his best and swearing a lot. You know what I mean? I can relate to that. He's, yeah, he's, he, in a way, he too is a podcaster. Oh, speaking of films, um, timeless ones specifically with fucking dead performances. Uh, Looper. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's like a, a time loop in in the abstract, isn't it? That's. I think so. I haven't um, seen it again. This is another one I was told, like, probably watch this. And then I, I, oh, you haven't seen it? I haven't seen it, but I assume that this is it's, it's, it's an easy assumption because it's a later Bruce Willis film that he's just phoning it in. But I was told that it's fine they wrote it around him phoning it in by giving him a part that just doesn't really require much acting. <laughs> it's, um, it's like, it's a weird film, Looper, but it's, it's fucking good because it's, um, it's Ryan Johnson. And Ryan Johnson, like, fucking... I, I, I don't think there's a Ryan Johnson film I don't like. Because, like, fucking... Brick was good, which I haven't seen it for ages, but I like that, like, a fucking, like, noir thing, but set with, like, teenagers in high school or whatever. And then... Um, Knives I Out. I did that thing. Knives Out, obviously, is good. Last Jedi is, like, good. Mm-hmm. Um, Looper's good. And he did uh, that thing with Adrian Brody. Where they're the fucking magicians that like do con artist stuff or something. Oh right, okay. The brothers something, but I can't think of the brothers what. Karamazov. Yeah, yeah, it's probably that. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a seems like a safe bet, like. But um, but yeah, loop loop is great. Like uh, it like it's a t- it's a time loop in the abstract because it's like. The idea is you have these hitmen in the present day. Like time travel's been invented in the future. Uh-huh. And so organized crime has sent Jeff Daniels back to like fucking like oversee crime in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the future, like fucking Gary Sinise and the CSI New York lads are just too good. So they have to, they have to disappear bodies by sending them back in time. Um, and so Jeff Daniels will like tell fucking some guy, Oh, you've got to go here and kill this bloke. And they go to like a field and they just wait there with a shotgun. And then a guy appears in front of them and they just blow a hole in them and bury them. <laughs> And so the guy outsourcing like, then, yeah, and the guy like have a bunch of gold bars strapped to his back that you then like take as payment for killing them <laughs> and like getting rid of the body, 
and like that's you're a looper if you do that like <laughs> because you're like you know what i mean you're, you're fucking up like with like the, the with time and eventually your own you, yourself comes back in time and you have to kill yourself um, why, why would you that, do such that, a thing because the, because that's how they get rid of like the evidence in the future. Yeah, yeah, you but... know about all the bodies that you've buried, so they have to send like when you're old, they send you back to be killed, so that the so that Gary Sinise can't like fucking pickle your brain and like work out where all the bodies are by like <laughs> shining a torch through your brain to fucking project on the wall or whatever the fuck they do in CSI New York. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, like, um, it's not so much a loop as a predestination thing, then. Yes. Yeah, kinda. But like, um. I am going to turn into a Don, Calvinist one day, just for fun. Don John, what what you call him? Uh, oh, that guy. You know, um, yeah, let's just call him Don John. I know who you mean. Yeah, <laughs> he fucking he's he's young Bruce Willis. He's also the younger send, brother of uh, the Punisher, or at least he looks like one. What? What in the film or no, in just real, in the real what? life in general? <laughs> Okay, all right, fair enough. Okay, we're back to, like, fucking caliper time, are we? <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Thank you. Yes, him, right? Uh, yeah, so, like, fucking Punisher Jr. He's, like, he's young Bruce Willis, and they send Bruce Willis back, and, like, Bruce Willis is Bruce Willis, and you can't kill Bruce Willis. So, like, he fucking escapes and, like, fucking goes on the run, and, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has to try and find him and kill him. And it's, like, it's... But it's, like, pretty good. Do you know what I mean? It's um, it's one of those, it's one of those films where it's like, oh, it's a crime film, and also there's like some weird sci-fi shit involved. Yeah. And we're not, we're not going to focus like too heavy. We're just going to take all the sci-fi shit as given. You know what I mean? We're not yeah. Gonna, okay. Not going to focus too much on it. It's more about like how the fucking characters behave, which is um, I don't know if anyone remembers this fucking film, but it it quite reminded me of a Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. <laughs> what? Oh. Which is a cyber a cyberpunk crime thriller from the late nineties, starring um, Don Johnson and not Don John and Mickey Rourke. I, I think. think so. Yeah, I think that that was them. Yeah, I think so. And they have to fight like they have to fight like fucking cyber yakuza <laughs> in like America or some shit. It's just I haven't seen that since the nineties, but I should really fucking find a copy of that and watch it again. To be honest, like because that was there. Uh, I remember that being quite good. You know what I mean? It was the late nineties were like there was quite a few decent like cyberpunk films, cyberpunk-ish films come out. You know, like near future stuff. Because mm. there was that thing that um, the thing with Ray Fiennes about the fucking where you put the the like the hairnet on and it lets people read your brain. It's like it was set in like nineteen ninety nine and it was like the near the end of the millennium and he's got like Ray Fiennes as a guy that you've got this like weird hairnet thing, you put it on and it like records what you see and feel. And then right. someone else can put the hairnet on and like relive what you fucking felt. Oh right, and, okay. uh, it it's it, I'm pretty sure it was Catherine Bigelow directed it like. Jesus Strange Days. Strange Days. Um yeah, that was quite good, and that was. But then, like, the millennium came and went, and everyone realized that like life in like the two thousands was just the same as before, but shitter. <laughs> yeah, and, like people just stopped making near future like sci fi stuff. You know what I mean? People just got disillusioned with the concept of like the future because we arrived and we still don't have jetpacks or like hairnets that read your brain. But it did. It did predict like fucking. It did predict uh, Tom Sizemore like beating up women so I suppose it wasn't entirely without <laughs> it's like sake. futuristic <laughs> prophecies Jesus fucking Christ oh 
Okay. Well, I don't really know if we've got anything left to, to go over. I'm pretty sure we've covered everything that we were going to cover, plus a few fucking digressions. Oh, yeah, we've been all over the fucking place here, haven't we? You know what I mean? <laughs> Big time. Well, this is what happens when we don't really fucking prep any content beyond, I'll watch some yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the big problem. The big problem was I, I fucking I prepped for a different podcast. Like, so you know what I mean. All I can think of, I've been struggling, just yeah, absolutely could, like struggling tell, not to talk I could about tell whole episode long. Not to talk about <laughs> yeah. the fucking like film I just watched, like most recently, um, or Chernobyl because I just I just watched that with me mom. So all quality. Yeah, um, that's a good fucking show. You know, that's a fucking incredible show. It's probably my favorite Jared Harris thing. Yeah, we should do a cultural committee on like prestige television. I think mm, that'd be Ooh, good. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's a fucking wide net to cast. You know what I mean? And it is. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Can't wait to talk about Game of Thrones. Oh fuck oh, yeah. me! Yeah, <laughs> Game of fucking Thrones. Man. <laughs> just, just fucking what a pile of shit that show was. That was man, that man. was yeah. just incredible. Like really, I thought the I thought. The ending was great because, like, I fucking I watched all of Game of Thrones with the misses, and like, I, I, you know, I didn't not enjoy like watching it. Like, some of the fucking performances were really like they had a lot of really good actors yeah, yeah, on yeah. that show, and they did a lot. Mm. They did a lot of like really good acting, but I could not fucking care about any of it at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, it was just like fucking. Oh, and then this guy gets like stabbed, and I'm like, okay, right, great. And then like you think this guy, you think this guy's gonna like be like the the protagonist, but oh, he got stabbed. I'm like, all right, grand, yeah. Does anyone not get stabbed? No, they all get stabbed. It's fucking mint. It's the best thing ever because like everyone gets stabbed. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, grand. Yeah, you know it's also I mean? everybody just goes, oh, this is the most unique thing I've ever seen. The protagonist dies. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Like you know what I mean? So oh, it's the best show ever because everyone gets stabbed. Yeah, like, wow, grand. But, I mean, the best yeah. slash worst. So things it was to incredibly, me. it was incredibly gratifying. For the ending to be so shit that everyone retroactively hated the entire fucking like <laughs> show, and I was proven right. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, that, that, was, that was cool. Glad just standing there at the finish line waiting for it. Like, tap me, watch. Going, what the fuck took you so long? You know what I mean? The most yeah, astonishing thing is that. the fucking ending of the whole series, where literally like the, one of the last rend. It's no, pain. no, no, what? No, I, I know you're gonna say like, oh, it's because like the fucking oh, what, what, what's most important is stories. Yes, exactly. Ooh, yeah, right. <laughs> the, no, no, the best, the best fucking thing is when like fucking knife girl McGraw, you know, her that like fucking trained to be like yeah, a stabbing so woman she, for she, like, she the, the, the whole ninjas, series, and then yeah. didn't, yeah, and then didn't kill fucking what's her name at the end. Yeah. Um. When she goes, when she goes like fucking, I know a killer when I when I see one. And it's like, do you, do you? You know what I mean? Immediately after, Dragon Girls just like torched like forty million people or, or whatever. In that, you know what I mean? She's like raised an entire city personally, and then like fucking like world's greatest detective over here goes, I know a killer when I see one. It's like fuck me, holy shit! Batman's got, got Batman's got a fucking challenger in, in the house. Like you know what I mean? How did how did you fucking like what what monastery did you have to like study at to figure out that? Fuck me. Oh. Absolutely incredible, like you know what I mean? All right. Okay, then we'll all just let, let anyone, they'll let any, they'll let literally anyone write television. Do you know what I mean? It's it's fucking great. Yeah, and then they'll then they'll let them write uh, Star Wars trilogy, and then yeah, take undo them off that decision. Oh, no, they, go, they took them off that, right? They did, yeah. I yeah, think they, so. Yeah, they, I think they, they took them off everything after Game of Thrones. Do you know what much, I mean? Yeah, like, they, they fucked up Game of Thrones, and like precisely because they had the Star Wars trilogy, and then they they fucked yeah, it up so badly they fucking lost the trilogy, which is great. 
Oh, they were also gonna they were also gonna do that like fucking uh what Confederacy or whatever it was. Oh fuck. You know, like man in the man in the fucking big house. What was that? What was that Nazi thing called? Uh, man in the high man castle. In the high tower. Man high castle. Yeah. Yeah, man in the high castle, but for the civil war. Oh Christ. You know what I mean? It's like imagine if like the fucking civil war, like oh what if the South was still around? Yeah, can you imagine? You know what I mean? <laughs> what if America was what if America was run by racists? <laughs> Fuck me, steady on there, man. Like, do you know what I mean? I've only got so much imagination to go around. That was the same thing with like Man in the High Castle. It's like, oh, what if the Nazis had won the war? It's like maybe don't maybe don't sound quite so fucking keen about that, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> what if the Nazis were still around today? Like <laughs> Yeah. On the other hand, that does have Rufus Sewell, who is fucking great, and I always like it when I see his face. I, I don't know. I watched Watched the first episode and thought it was shit, so I never went it's back. It's pretty shit, but he, he plays a very entertaining Nazi, as such as I'll tell it you goes. What, tell you what, rather than fucking continue this on and make this like a kind of... Man in High episode, Castle has gonna, a time travel, though. So we're we could... just going to cut it, but not loops. Um, and actually, it's <laughs> arguably not time travel. Um, but yeah, so we're just going to fucking call it there, shall we? And we'll we'll talk about fucking prestige TV on the next Cultural Committee episode, whenever that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can wing that one much more effectively because, like, you know what I mean? There's more we, to we be mad did, at. We all, <laughs> we all did the homework for this fucking episode. Jesus Christ, like, you know? <laughs> we just, we to, just, I managed just... to watch a lot in the last 24 hours of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you know what I mean? It's like we just rolled it up and hang around Alistair's neck. He, he didn't... He didn't... He watched all of the stuff in preparation and then couldn't be here. So, really... <laughs> Blame him. Just at, at him. Uh, yeah, if, at you have Star, if you don't like this, then it's his fault. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Very true. Anyway, yeah, so we will catch you... Um, we will catch you next week for another either... I think a regular or a guest episode. We'll see what's happening there. Yeah, we'll see what's happening and Yeah. We'll we'll ask an adult what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> yes. They'll tell us, you know what I mean? <laughs> we don't fucking know. This isn't professional. This is what happens when you ostensibly let me plan an episode, isn't it? You know what I mean? We'll do, we'll do time loops. Like, okay, we don't any preparation for that. I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, um, yeah. So, when I wake uh, up, when I wake up tomorrow and it's Tuesday again, we'll try harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, right? Maybe, maybe I've gone through this day a thousand fucking times already, and this was the best we could do. <laughs> isn't that a depressing thought? You know what I mean? I fucking hope so, because it's gonna save me having to edit the bastard. Yeah, you, <laughs> Maybe the listeners have listened to this podcast a thousand times already and they're all individually trying to escape this podcast. God help you listen to the yeah. other material, it's better. Right, um, on the note of other material though, <laughs> the uh, bonus episode for October is now out on the Patreon feed, so if you want that, patreon.com forward slash PraxisCast. Yeah, we talk, Otherwise... about, we talk about Britain in space and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it, It's not amazing, it's fucking annoying and horrifying and just it's just too fucking British it's disgustingly British yeah but we we planned that episode though you know we, what I mean? we did we did plan it yeah so if you didn't like this you'll enjoy that so yeah, <laughs> yeah um... if you, and, and if if you didn't if you didn't like this if you didn't like this fuck you you didn't pay to get in so <laughs> shut All up right. you bastards yeah and if you didn't like the bonus then you do like this hmm yeah so sorry for the bad recommendation. Well, the good recommendation. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck off. Go away. <laughs> Episode over. Bye bye. Yeah. See ya.
<laughs> well, that was certainly something.